Hello, and welcome to the Franklin Road Academy podcast, where we're celebrating 50 years of FRA. I'm Ed Zabrowski. And I'm David Tucker. We're thrilled you're here and can't wait for you to sit back, maybe grab a coffee or water, and listen to conversations with our faculty members, friends, and alumni. We have exciting guests coming this season with new episodes for you each month as we celebrate 50 years of FRA and look forward to the future. And I'm Franz. And we are here to, to pump you up. up. Just kidding. This is Ed Zabrowski, and I'm here with my good friend, colleague, and brother from another mother, David Tucker. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> How are you doing today? Hey, good, man. All right. So you are listening right now to the first of many podcasts. Um, some of them have already been recorded, um, but this first one is just me and Tuck. Um, and I hope you enjoy all of them, and, and especially today's as well. Uh, if you can remember, David, yes, think back 40 years. I'm trying. <laughs> what brought you to FRA? Wow. Well, golly, I don't want to go too depth in depth, but um, I was working for my brother. Um, we're two totally different people. Uh, we clashed. Um, I was li- really looking for something that really that I felt like I was supposed to do that, um, you know, that God had for me. Uh, so, um, my brother just came to me one day and he said, uh, call me Willie Roundhead. He said, uh, Willie, why don't you teach and coach? I said, what? So I just finished, um, playing football in college and I was, you know, I was tired of that. I didn't see myself as a coach. My father was a coach. Um, college head coach and uh, I don't know it clicked and I really started praying about it and um, I had a friend that I played high school football with that his wife was the art teacher at FRA and we were having dinner with them one night and she told me that they were moving to Texas and that I ought to uh, look into that job and so I went to FRA and um you know, I guess the rest is history, and I, I know it was God's will for me to be uh, here all these years. So that's it. Yeah, and that uh, that our teacher, Melanie Smith. Yes, right. Yes, Melanie Flavia Smith. Smith. Flavius, uh, the, uh, Tucker and I had a connection even before we had met um, because uh, his teammate, Flavia Smith, became my teammate at Vanderbilt, and we became good friends. And we have figured out that we probably passed each other in the hallways of the towers at Vanderbilt at yeah, times without yeah. knowing it because uh, he was coming, he and his wife were coming over to uh, visit with Roy Williams. And Roy was on the same floor as I was. So we very well could have passed and just not even. even that's even right. And I, I went to some concerts yeah. with your friends. Right. right. Yeah, so yeah. That's, it's pretty amazing. So uh, my story is that, um, you know, once I became a math major at uh, Vanderbilt, I tried to think of, okay, what am I going to do with it? And he said, well, you ought to try uh, FRA. So I, I uh, came over here um, and met with Mr. Bradshaw, the founder. Um, he toured me around and we talked and then he took me back to his office and he offered me a contract that day. Wow. And uh, Didn't so, know that. Uh, yeah, so it's a whirlwind. 
Uh, and that was, you know, early spring sometime. And it was a 12-month contract, so I actually started working here in June and working in the back with uh, Gene Andrews, uh, running some heavy equipment I had no business being on. Uh, Dave and I still laugh at the fact that I took that 955 front-end loader and set it up on its nose, and we had to get another piece of equipment with a chain to bring it back down. So fun times, fun times. Uh, David, I, you know, there's so many reasons why I love FRA, and it's hard to list them all. What, what, what do you love about it? I mean, you've been here 40 years, just like me. You and I have both had uh, opportunities to go elsewhere. And every time you thought about going elsewhere, I got sad because <laughs> I didn't want you to break up the group of the three amigos. Um, so, you know, why did you stay? I mean, what, what do you love about it? Well, I think it was, um, gosh, um, many reasons. I mean, it's, it's not just, you know, one or two reasons. I think, I think bottom line, God kept me here. Events happened and, and God kept me here. Uh, part of that uh, piece was, you know, we, we both had our kids here. And being able to uh, work at a place that you loved, doing things that you love to do, and getting to see your kids on a, sometimes a daily basis. I mean, it was like, um, you know, that, that old commercial used to come on. It was priceless, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in my room, and, and, I, and I see the kindergarten class walk by. Oh, my gosh. Or, you know, how our, our kids would see us in the lunchroom, come over and give us a hug. Oh, yeah. priceless. I remember my uh, son, when he was out, in, when he was in <clears> kindergarten, <throat> and they were out on the playground, and he would see me, right? And he couldn't understand why he couldn't come over and see me or I'd go over there. But, but um, he'd get really upset because he would tell his classmates, well, that's my dad. And, of course, they didn't believe him because no one's parents came to school with him, right? And that would really upset him. So I had to go over there and say, yeah, I'm really his dad. So. <laughs> I, I know you know this. Uh, the first day I took Jody to school, you know, so, mm -hmm. you know, we talked and we coached football. And I went home. And I got home and Debbie said, where's Jody? Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot her. I forgot to get her. She was at the kindergarten house. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I had to get my truck. Go back and pick her up. Yeah. Uh, David and I are always, have always been early uh, people at school. So we'd bring our kids with us, and they'd hang around with us in the classroom until we could walk them over to the kindergarten house. And, you know, those of you that were in the kindergarten house know where it was and located over there by the track. And so oftentimes we'd run, uh, walk over there together. And it was funny because Jody would be tr chasing David around trying to kiss him, and David, my son David, uh, didn't have anything to do with it, and so they were just running in and around us. Jody was funny. I'd say the thing that I love, the thing that kept me here, and and again, you know, you, you it's it's like a relationship, right? I mean, you yeah. know, we've been here forty years, and you know, sometimes the relationship strained. And you know, I thought about going elsewhere. I had other offers, one not even in education. Um, but again, it, you know, just the thought of leaving you and George. Really, I mean, you know, we're brothers. We yeah. were brothers, yeah. and. Uh, you know, just being able to see you guys on a daily basis. I don't, I don't know if people really can understand uh, loving someone so much and at work being able to see them every day. I mean, that's just that's crazy, right? Yeah. Not, not many people get that that opportunity, and yeah. then and then to get together on weekends, right? I mean, literally, I've seen I've seen you 
uh, in my lifetime more than I've seen my own brother. Yeah. And um, so same same here. Yeah. yeah. So for sure. Yeah. So that's that's what kept me here. Yeah. The kids. I mean, my kids were here from pre K three on, right? I mean, fifteen yeah. years that they were yeah. here, um, and and that's that's special too. I remember right. back in the old days, you could do these things. You know, my my mother in law watched the kids before they were able to come to school, but occasionally she'd get sick, right? And uh, I remember once my son was already here in pre-K four, and my daughter wasn't in school yet. So I just brought her with me and put her in my office, gave her something to do, and I taught all day. And she would be fine and take yeah. her over to lunch, bring her back. Sometimes yeah. she'd sit in the back and raise her hand if, you know, I, I'd ask, ask the class something, here's a little three-year-old, raise her <laughs> hand. Anna? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, re <clears throat> I remember that when they'd get sick and uh, they'd want to go home and, and I'd have them get in my office and say, well, let's see how you feel here. Just stay here for a little bit. They never got to go home. They'd always hated that. But, you know, uh, the another part for me is like what you said, what kept me here was the relationships that we had with, you know, other teachers uh, and especially the coaching staffs right um that the time that we would spend during football um only a football coach knows right and um and like you say you know i mean um i would be with george for 30 almost 35 mm -hmm. years coaching right. football um so we'd see each other at lunch We'd see each other, uh, you know, on the practice field. And then on a Saturday, the only day we might have free, I remember times we'd go to a UT football game together. Right, right. Of course, we'd talk about football, you right. know, and the kids. But, you know, and the other piece that, you know, is so strong is the relationships that we've had with students. Right. And um, the fun things that we've gotten to do – you know, when, when you and I took the track team to Beaufort, South Carolina, when you and I went to Europe twice, right. you know, with students. Um, and uh, two Ocoee trips. Yeah, the Ocoee trips. With you know. some of the football players. Those, that, those were great. Yes. Those were great. Yes. Um, it's a memorable moment. I mean, if you thought back, what's, what's something that sticks out in your mind? You know, probably sports related for you. I would yeah, guess. Yeah, it, you know the. Uh, of course, the '91 football team, uh, state championship team, because those seniors, those 18 seniors that were on that football team, I had in elementary art, and this is unbelievable, but. Those guys played, um, you know, majority of those boys in that class. And I think the first time, I think I had them in the second grade, uh, at the end of the art class, there would be about 10 or 12 of them that would line up. And we would do a linebacker shed drill. And they would run as fast as they could at me and try to knock me down. And I would shed them off with my forearms. And we did that every day after art. And so to see that happen, you know, to have that relationship with those little boys. Right. Um, and then 
you know, they're on that state championship team. And, uh, yeah, you weren't shedding them off when they were seniors. No, no. <laughs> Very well said. Right. No, no. You know, so, you know, that, all those things become related. Uh, the track teams, the state championship track teams that we had there. David, David was on how many state championships? I think, I think three, two or three. I know yeah. we still have his rings at home. Right. That was, um, that was very special so, for him. So, <clears throat> you know, those are highlights. But, you know, I hate to I hate to pick out, you know, just a few because there's so many th right, other right. things that, you know, that aren't uh, big events, mm -hmm. you know, that are just as important, right. you know, and maybe really more important, you know. Well, and you know this, that uh, my cross-the-street neighbor is a member of the 91 state championship football team, Ben Baldwin. He still yeah. calls me Coach Zab, yeah. right? Uh, when he first moved in, it was funny because, you know, I was in my – I didn't know who That's lumpy, in. isn't it? Yeah, that's Oh, lumpy. good old lumpy. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting in my den, and my wife answers the door, and she, she brings someone in and says, I think you know this guy. And I look up, and it's Ben Baldwin, and I go – Ben, what are you doing here? And he said, we're moving in across the street. I knew you lived somewhere in this neighborhood. I just didn't know where. And he said, my dad came by, you know, bumpy. <laughs> and uh, he came by and he said, it's got to be across the street. Look at that front yard. <laughs> it's got to be Sam's right there. And so that, that was kind of special. I think the memorable moment for me, because I was here a year before you, and I think it really was a defining moment in the history of football here, um, was the sixth game of that season. Uh, that was the fourth year that we'd had a football, varsity Probably. football schedule. Uh, I, I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the first year they went one and nine and then had two consecutive three and seven years as they got better. And then we go into this year and we start off the season with one win, four losses, and we're playing up on the hill against Good Pasture. That's five and zero, oh, and currently at the time ranked third in the in the state, right? I mean, we shouldn't have had a, a chance at all. They, they've got 50 kids dressed out on their side. We had 19, maybe. Uh, and we're starting a freshman quarterback, uh, Stevie Johnson, because his brother had already been hurt previously, and uh, Craig Remington had been hurt as well. And uh, we play him to a 0-0 tie in regulation. And it was amazing to see some of those players play so far above their head. I've got my strong safety, Chris Hill, playing with a hip pointer and a fractured finger, right? Uh, they had a really good running back, and he's, he's crashing in there and tackling behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, it was an amazing effort. And then we get to overtime, and uh, they score first and kick the extra points. So they're up 7 to nothing. Uh, and then we come in. Wait a minute. Did, did they do overtime back then? Yeah, they did. Okay. You remember that. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, plays from, from yeah. the 10-yard line. Yeah. And uh, so we run three plays, and, and now it's fourth and 12. We've actually lost yardage, and, and Gene Andrews calls a timeout. And Stevie comes over to the sideline. He's got his helmet off. He's got a big smile on his face. And I'd never seen that season Gene Andrews get flustered, right? But the game's on the line. He's got to know what to call. And Stevie, a freshman, now we're talking about a 14-, 15-year-old boy, comes over there and says, Calm down, coach. Calm down, coach. I've got the play. And he had noticed something in the defense. I mean, he could read a defense when he was in the fifth grade. And um, so he, he, you know, he names the play, and Coach uh, uh, Andrew says, yeah, go ahead and run it. 
And uh, oh, I know, I, let me back up. They didn't kick the extra point. We blocked that extra point. That's what gave us the advantage. And in fact, it was David Husky oh, that had blocked, uh, blocked the uh, extra point. And sure enough, um, Stevie was right. He throws the pass and scores to, once again, David Husky, who was a, a wide receiver. Uh, and then we set up for the all-important extra point, and uh, our kicker, David Husky, <laughs> kicks it through, and uh, we, we win the game 7-6. to six. And that really turned that season around. We won three of the last five to end, five and, to end up 5-5, five and five, the first non-losing season. Um, and then the next year, you know, we're eight and two, and then we're nine and one. Um, I think that was a turning point when our kids really believed what they could do. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really amazing. Yeah, I got a uh, Stevie Johnson. Um, you know, there's been a few quarterbacks I've seen that could do the things that he could do. Uh, he played at such a high level. Um, you know, it's, you watch Tom Brady play football. Stevie Johnson was was doing things that, you know, you hope you hope you can get a college quarterback right. to do, but very seldom do they. Uh, he was he was unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. And it was, it was so funny. And again, we I mean we can't talk about FRA in our history here without bringing up George, obviously. And uh, you know, <clears throat> George didn't like his quarterbacks playing defense because he didn't want them to get get yeah. uh, hurt. But Stevie was one of my defensive backs, so I had to practice as a defensive back, but he never got to play. And I remember one year, uh, a couple of years after that, that game I was just talking about, um, Stevie wanted to go in so, so bad and play defensive back. He wanted to play safety. He said, get George, get Coach Weicker, let me in, let, let me in, because we were way ahead. And I said, George, just let him play a couple of plays. Just let's, just let's get him in there. And he says, okay, but he has to go in at safety and he has to get 20 yards back. He's not – I don't want him anywhere near the action. So I get him back there, and it was so funny because he's, he's directing the defense now, right? Oh, okay, you're going over there, you're going over there. Sure enough, first play, they throw it up. He gets an interception. And now he's running down the field, and George is going wild because he knows someone's going to hit him and break him, right? <laughs> and he just looks at me and says, get him out of the game. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But he was. He was a heck of a player. Good person. Um, Absolutely. And still I consider him a good friend. Absolutely. Um, the things that he is doing in our community, it's amazing. Yeah. And, is. and when I announced on Facebook that, you know, hey, I'm coming back, I'm going back to FRA, um, he gave me a call. He said, I'm not posting on, on Facebook. I'm talking to you personally, and we're so glad you're going back. So, you know, he's mm. a special person. Um, before we talk about things about the 50th anniversary, I, I want to jump to one, and, I, and it probably involves Jerry for you, but what's, a, what's something that makes you laugh that happened here at FRA? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, Jerry Williams is all over it, Ben, and George is too. You know, I mean, I, I used to mess with George. People probably don't realize how much, how many pranks. You know, I did a lot of pranks on Jerry more than George, but did some funny things with George. You remember that time in the weight room we'd go lift after everybody else had left and George had that leotard? Yeah. <laughs> that gray and black leotard he would put on and he would strut all around and get on the bench press and everything. And that day that I went in there and I put it on and came in there, he went nuts. Yeah. Get it off! Get it off! Tucker, get it off! I can't believe you're doing it! Get out of here! Get that thing off! 
You know, you got to wash it now. Uh, the thing that makes me laugh, and, and you were part of this, we all were, is that uh, that year we were down in um, Burns, Tennessee, at, at football camp, Camp uh -huh. Christian. Yeah. And uh, we set up that prank the entire day. John Hudson started Oh, the talking. rabid yeah, skunk. Yeah. He told George that he had seen in the local paper that they were having problems with skunks that had rabies, and they were getting really bold, and they were coming right up to houses, and they were scratching on the screen door <laughs> trying to get in. And, <laughs> George fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. So that, yeah. so that night, we had it all set up. You know, when he went, right before we went to bed, he went in to brush his teeth. Uh, John Hudson sneaked out of the, the dorm, and you crawled under George's bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he comes back, lights her out, and uh, John waited the appropriate amount of time and then started scratching on that screen right down that window right outside George's uh, bed. And George said, what's going on? What's going on? I said, George, just go to sleep, man. We got to get up in the morning and run two miles. Let's go. And then he'd scratch again. And you guys don't hear that. And we just played dumb. And then about five minutes later, you reach from underneath and grab him with both hands. And he screams. <laughs> it was high pitched. Oh, that was that was hilarious. That makes me laugh every time I think. About yeah, it. that was a good um, one. So, um, what makes you excited for the future of FRA? Well, you know. Um, Gosh, it, it doesn't take much for anybody to come on campus and see, I mean, visually, the differences, you know. Uh, of course, it would take time for them to come in the building, and hopefully after uh, COVID, um, you know, that can happen again. But, you know, Mr. Casey, um, wow, you know, the tra trajectory is up, and it's, it's still going there. Um, so, you know, I mean, think of this, think of the just, physical changes to this campus since you and I started, I oh, mean, there's yeah. buildings where roads used to be and yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, sometimes the alums come and, you know, they, they bring in their kids by and, and Courtney or Holly would bring them by my room and they'd look around at the math and science building and they go, I, I, I'm disoriented. Where am I? And I said, well, my room was on the road that used to go up between, the upper school in the church. Are you are you talking about the Ed Zabarowski math? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah, okay. Z-Mass. We're going to rename yeah, it yeah, Z-Mass when yeah. I retire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, i same way. I mean, it's not it's not just the school plan. You know, you you've got to do that to compete, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you've got to have a draw. But I think it's I'm just excited about all the new programs that we've. Uh, that we have here now, if you think about where we were and what we were doing when we first started, and now you have Innovation Lab, you've got robotics, you've got dance, you've got, I mean, it's just, it's incredible, the, the programs that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited about that too. Uh, I don't know how many more years you and I are gonna work, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it'd be great to come back and see what else they add. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, another, I mean, the, the faculty that they're bringing in. Oh, yeah. Good night. Yes, so many. Right. I mean, think think of how easy it was for us to get hired, and how hard it is to find a job teaching yeah. now. You know, you've got yeah. to have experience. You've got to have all these credentials. And yeah. literally, we walked in, and yeah, yeah, you can you can come over here. And, <laughs> I mean, and, you know. Yeah, and and it's not just that they're good teachers; they love the Lord. Mm -hmm. They have you know a strong faith, and it's it's just it's seamless. Right. It's just really really good. 
and you know we've been here long enough that we know that you know it's kind of like George used to say you know with the football team you know we don't rebuild we just reload mm -hmm. right and we just put we just put new bullets in that and uh, it's, it seems that we've done that with the faculty I mean they you know they've seen think about some of the things that we did with you know as faculty when we first started here um, and they continue to have that type of relationship with mm -hmm. with people now and yeah. seeing them off off campus and. And uh, so that, that hadn't changed, and that's, that's made it very special. Um, what about how has uh, FRA impacted your life? Wow. Um, gosh. Um, you know, being, being a part of this, seeing our, our kids grow up here, being able to go to a really good school, um, uh, a faith-based school um, to have to have two daughters that that um, that know the Lord that are Christians, uh, you know, and and the opportunities that I've had to grow, uh, the opportunities that um, you know we were talking about Ed that that class that second grade art class I had that they went on to, you know, be that group of 18 seniors on the 91 football team. Mm -hmm. What, and I said, you know, that's not the most important thing. And the, you know, with that group of guys, there was, there was one young man, Trip Claxton. And uh, the other young man was Tommy Edmondson. And Trip was a Christian and he wanted Tommy to know the Lord. And one day after class, I kept Tommy after because we'd been talking about it, Trip and I and Tommy. In the second grade, I was able to lead him to the Lord. And, you know, that faith is still there. Um, so, man, those kinds of things, that's eternal. Yeah. That's eternal. Um, so, well, and it's, uh, you know, uh, I think FRA has made me a better person all around. Right. I mean, I think teaching does that, mm -hmm. you know, when you, you know, you just, you, you learn so much from your students about yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it, it's, it's changed me a lot. I mean, when I think back to starting here and, uh, I was 22 years old. I mean, I guess some people would consider that to be an adult. I, I was still a kid. I was a child at 22. And to, to be here now at 63, um, you know, maybe, maybe I have some hope. Maybe I'll become an adult sometime soon. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's changed me and it's affected me. It's made me a better, better person. I want to uh, tell you if you, uh, ask you if you remember this from that 91 team since you brought it up. Uh, uh, I was no longer coaching. You know, I was the director of athletics at the time. And, I was getting ready to go down. This was right before a practice up on the football field, and I was getting ready to go down and you know mow, mow the practice field down below or something. And saw George leaning on the fence. Practice hadn't started yet, and I went over and talked to him. And this is—I mean, we hadn't played the first game yet, right? This is still preseason. And I don't know if you remember that schedule, but those first five games—I mean, we had some, I mean, you know, just because we had so much success the year before, George mm -hmm. had to schedule some powerhouses because no one else would play us. Yeah. And he said, you know, Zab, this, the first five games, he said, you know, if we go two and three, I'll be pretty happy. 
And he said, if we go three and two, I'll be ecstatic. Four and five, I'd be in heaven. He said, if we go five and five, I mean, five and oh in the first five games, um, I'll dance on top of the press box. <laughs> and I remember you held him to because we we did win those first five uh-huh. games, and I you know I uh, came. In. So we had Salina and Trousdale in that mix. Uh, Knoxville Webb, Knoxville Webb, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had some powerhouses. Yeah, and uh, so I announced that assembly <clears throat> on Monday what George had said, and so um, the cheerleaders got with them, and they they got some kind of dance routine, and we had the pep rally. <laughs> I remember out on that the, well, yeah. Pep rally out out on the football field, and he and the cheerleaders got up on top of the press box, and George danced with the t- cheerleaders. So I held him to that one. That one, yeah. that one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, that was there's great. one thing I'd like to, to, and you and you realize this as well. I mean, you know, we miss George. It was uh, weird for me this past February to realize it had been five years since he passed away. Five years. I mean, it was weird. And I remember right after he uh, found out that uh, he had cancer, uh, I went I went down to check on him as much as I could in his classroom, and he just said, you know, I, this is not how I want it to be. He said, I wanted us, uh, you and me and Tucker, one day to walk into the headmaster, whoever it might be, in January and said, all three of us are done. <laughs> We're going. And he said, and then we'd get, we'd get up on the football field and get on some horses, <laughs> and we'd ride into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I, you know, I think at, at some point we should do that. Mm. We'll just happen to empty horse for George. Yeah. And wow, you're here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just looking back, you know, one last thing we can talk about. Um, can you remember anything that an alumni taught you? And if you had the opportunity to talk to one, what would you say? Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> gosh, it'd be so, uh, you know, I would hope there'd be several things, but the first thing that come to my mind, and this was kind of like full circle, is. Uh, I can't I can't attend anymore because how our schedule changes all the time. But five years ago, I started being a part of a Bible study on Friday morning, and the teacher was Stevie Johnson. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. So you know things like that. You know, um, that's. Um, yeah, it was so great. Yeah. So great, you know. Stevie was a character. He was. Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, it's funny because I know you're not on Facebook. Right. Uh, I am. Um, you, you help me out with that. Yeah. You let me know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always send your wife a message. I said, show, show Tucker this. Um, but I'm, I'm friends with uh, probably now about 600 of our alums. So I get to say a lot of things, and I get to hear from them. Uh, you know, when I announced on Facebook that I was coming back, I mean, that FRA was gracious enough to hire me back after staying out for the pandemic. And um, Luke Johnson, you remember Luke? Yeah. Um, and he 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 uh, he put on there. I'm glad you're going back. Um, uh, the thing I, I remember the most was the poems that you wrote in the '91 yeah. season that you would read yeah. after every game. You know, on yeah. Monday. And he said that, that was, was amazing. He said that was that was inspiring. And he says I have I, I've kept them. You gave them to us in a book. And he, he says it inspires me every day. And he said 
and and I remember one time you 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 called me out in this, uh, in in assembly for something I had done in the game, and he said, "I remember that every morning." And I thought that you know, simple things, right? That we do as teachers and coaches that kids remember forever. It's that's that's the amazing thing, and that's that's what they've taught me. So. Well, Ed, I, I just want to throw a few things at you. And, uh, of course, I always I tell you and I, I tell everybody, you're the smartest guy I've ever known. <laughs> uh, but I've always admired you for, you know, you've, you've shown some real tough love to some alums, okay? And, um, and that's so needed. You know, they, they look back and they – appreciate not just being you know encouraging and, and those kinds of things but the times that you've told them the things that they need to hear so they can grow and you know not only are you a masterful teacher you're so good at that I appreciate that and and you know over the years you've become on the other side you're one of the best huggers you're a, hu a hugging man and loving man and well and uh, you know and a lot of that I think I've always had that in my heart mm -hmm. but um you know again going, going back to George um just two days before he passed away I was over at his house uh we'd watch tv he'd hold my hand and he just looked at me one time and said life's too short leave nothing unsaid and nothing undone mm. And that's, that's really when I started opening up to the kids and faculty and, mm. you know, hugging the male faculty as well. I mean, one of the things, we talk about alums, um, I remember uh, Jay just a couple of years ago um, did a devotional, and he did it in, the, in that thank you note thing. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, uh, thank you, Coach Zab, for, for teaching me that um, hugging a, a guy is not only okay, it's cool. Yeah. 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 I remember. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I've changed a lot. Um, God, it's been tough the past year not being able to hug anybody. <laughs> so, um, I'm looking forward to that. You've got a lot done at home, though, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I told Kathy because she made that long list of things that I have to do uh, before I go back to work. And I, I said, you know what? I need to go back to work just to get some rest. Because yeah. <laughs> you're killing me. Yeah. So, well, you know, I guess that's it for our, our first episode. I hope everybody enjoys it. Um, and uh, maybe uh, David and I can get together again and we can do some more. Uh, I'm loving yeah. this, just yeah. being able to talk and Absolutely. reminisce. And maybe someday we can bring alums in and talk with them oh, as well. That, that, would, that, be, would, be nice. that would be great. Um, and I hope we've pumped you yeah. up. Yeah. 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 So I'm Hans. And I'm Franz. And... We are here to pump you up. That's right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Franklin Road Academy podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social media accounts. And for more information on our 50th anniversary celebrations, head to www.franklinroadacademy.com slash 50.